Okay, welcome to another episode of No Excuses, Real Inspiration, hosted by Scott Marshall. So, welcome, Ellie, to the podcast. So, thank you for giving up uh, some time on this sunny afternoon. Absolutely, yeah. Thank you for having me on. Nice to meet everybody. So, for our audience that doesn't know your background... What does that look like and what are you currently doing just now, Ellie? Um, so I am a self-confessed science geek, basically, science A-level, science degree. Um, I actually ended up as a primary school teacher randomly for a few years. I can't tell you where that came from. Um, and then I trained as a life and nutrition coach. Um, so I've been doing that since I've got my business, Ultimate Health by Ellie. Um, and my passion really is for getting individuals off all these like crazy damaging point counting, sing counting, everything counting, yo-yo diets that so many people seem to be stuck on these days. Um, like I'm sure as a personal trainer, you come across that as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's and it's trying to get people out of bad habits. Absolutely. Well, there's a, all this kind of the good, bad, guilt, you know, good days, bad days. And and they're what ends up quite destructive with people is they kind of do this good work and then they undo it and then they get upset why nothing's working. So um, the work I do with individuals is a lot about mindset and how much mindset can actually affect your weight, um, all the extras that can uh, can um affect your weight such as stress lack of sleep um yeah so it's very much not just um not just the nutrition it's everything else that can affect your health and your weight around that as well yeah absolutely and you know going back to your point there about mental health so your personal opinion where does it land with health and fitness so, for example, like one of my recent clients was a lady. She came to me for weight loss. Well, we didn't really, it, it sounds daft. She lost a couple of dress sizes in the couple of months we worked together. But we actually focused on talking about her lifestyle, her family, her relationship, her job. Because um, if you're stressed in your job, um, obviously stress can lead to weight gain. Um, there's just stress eating as well. If you're upset in your relationship, you get people who lose a lot of weight or gain a lot of weight. So I think mental health is massive. And obviously it has other effects, which I look at because if you're stressed, you age faster. Um, see, this is why it's good I'm not on video. I don't think I look my age. I turn 40 in about 12 days, but I'm told I only look in my 20s. <laughs> right, okay. So on that point then, right, Ellie? So... Yeah. What age do you actually feel? You know, forget about how, how you know, what you look like. What age do you feel? I'm not going to lie. You have the odd day where you feel your age. But in general, in my 20s, I like massively overhauled my lifestyle over a period of about probably 20 years. I used to be very much pizza, Ben and Jerry's, the whole pack of cookies. Um, I grew up with... Uh, my mum, like no faults of her own, but she had uh, weight eating issues of her own. And I don't know if you remember those giant tubs of Slim Fast. Yes. Um, yeah, she was Slim Fast when people were watching and like a segment of Satsuma, but all the biscuits and the cakes in the cupboard would go. 
and she was a little bit of a feeder as well so we very much had to eat everything she made everything she put on the table like second helpings third helpings um which obviously did impact on me um and i grew up not being able to i had to eat everything if people didn't finish what was on their plates had to eat it um i actually worked with coaches myself um and as i said it's probably been a very gradual progression for me over like maybe 10 15 years of changing my habits and changing my lifestyle and what i like is that that's put me in a position i can actually fast track people on that now because i know where i was going wrong i know what my barriers were um and it means i can get other people to it in a much faster time period yeah and so going back to the start of your journey what was for yourself what was the trigger point to change your change your habits um i i think there's probably a variety of things uh one well, one is obviously with people as the photo and actually I ha- there was a photo and i wasn't big where i think i was actually a size 10 to 12 um but this is where you'll know as a trainer as well you can it's your shape and how toned up you are and if you're eating bad foods your face is puffier i mean someone commented my face looks about twice the size um so there's things like that i thought i could be healthier but it was more watching other people so while i was teaching i worked with so many women who do these diets where they'd have like a lettuce leaf a cereal bar and a can of diet coke every day through the week and then at the weekends they would be eating like kebab three bottles of wine whatever else and they'd be depressed because they're not getting anywhere and actually watching other people is massive in making you rethink your own habits um so from that i did see this goes against something i said i say i don't like people counting but to do it occasionally is quite valuable and I actually for a few weeks recorded everything I ate and I worked out I was eating more calories in sugary snacks than I was in my three really healthy meals I was having each day yeah which slightly blew my mind because I was only having teeny tiny little treats but then that's where you realize that lots of teeny tiny treats actually can put you backwards no absolutely so for yourself on on a personal level um where does my fitness pal land with yourself then i've not used well i think i tried it once i've used a different one called calorie counter okay Um, and again i don't want for me with clients i would rather they took a hammer to the weighing scales because again as you'll know you can be the same weight but look a lot thinner and fitter yes um in terms of calories and counting in those apps, I've actually found it very valuable at times because it helps me put together an ideal meal. Um, And it helps you just get an idea of what you are eating and what people are eating. In terms of day to day though, if you're eating just whole foods, um, like an egg's an egg, you start to know what's a good balanced meal. So you don't have to count. um, And you know like about how far up the bowl you're gonna put your pasta or, or, whatever else you're eating. Um, so in terms of occasionally, that is what showed me how bad my diet was, but I definitely don't use it as a regular regular thing. Yeah, and you know, for yourself, what has been your worst experience of a fad diet? 
I've sneaked a little look on Slimming World pages. I don't know if I'm allowed to name them. <laughs> um, That's okay. Um, and I see all these women who are posting like really horrendous snacks and saying, oh, this is only like our meals. There was some horrendous meals went on the other week, but it was only a certain number of sins. It was fine. And then someone else had posted a picture of a bag of frozen sprouts and was asking how many points in the sprouts. It's like it's a totting bag of sprouts. It's vegetables. Um, and some of these diets, what it seems to come down to is you could literally eat three Mars bars a day because as long as you're eating the right number of calories or points, then that's seen as healthy. Yeah. Um, so for me, that's I've seen and I've had women who've kind of come from those diets to me and to then try and get them out of those habits. Um, I had a lady recently and she found it very stressful to stop weighing herself twice a day. And I said, if you're weighing yourself even once a day, what I've noticed when people have these even weekly weigh-ins is on weigh-in day, they don't drink as much water because that might weigh something. They don't eat as much food of any sort, whether healthy or not. I mean, vegetables might weigh a bit more. And then straight after weigh-in, they go and have a takeaway. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, so, yeah, for me, get like a hammer. I don't own weighing scales. I got rid of them. Yeah. You know, um, obviously I work in a gym and people tend to, they come in and they weigh, their, weigh themselves before the workout, weigh themselves after I'm against this, you know, uh, I'm even against people, you know, weighing themselves once a week. I try and tell people do it maybe twice a month or do it monthly. See as long as you're feeling fitter, healthier, and you know you're feeling good about yourself just enjoy it embrace it otherwise there's no point doing it if you're putting yourself through that turmoil of putting yourself on the scales well i think as well i saw quite a powerful picture recently and it was a lady and she was exactly the same weight before and after i kind of brushed on this before but she actually looks about three dress sizes smaller in the second picture so for me it's about looking in the mirror and that is i I'm not meaning this in a total sex way. I don't know from a man point of view, but a lot of women to be able to look themselves in the mirror and identify positives is horrendously cringeworthy and really difficult to start. But it's actually starting to look at yourself in the mirror. And when you start to see the difference in the mirror or feel like the difference in your clothes, um, at the moment, I've, um, I'm actually looking on putting on a little bit of weight um, not because I'm skinny, but I'm at that age where things start to go south. <laughs> so, you know, if I can put put on a bit of muscle and, you know, work on like curvier back end and all, all that. Um, yeah. So for me and for a lot of people, it'd be like, well, why would anyone want to put on weight? But I want to do it in a way that when I put on weight, I'll actually look more in shape. No, absolutely. I totally understand that. So. For yourself, Ellie, you know, obviously we've been speaking um, the last 15 minutes, but where, where would you see, you know, your journey? When did you make that decision that you were going to focus on you, just purely nutrition? I think, because as I said, I did start with life coaching, but it's such a huge area. 
and I realise that there's areas within that that I am not an expert in because for me every coach I've met has been through something in their area themselves and has the story and I mean I haven't been divorced I don't that's some, not something I can say I can help people with I haven't been well I haven't been married I haven't been divorced I haven't been thinking what other areas coaches you know I'm not going to be a business coach um but for me because of how my mum was growing up and in fact recently my sister was told she had an eating disorder which probably stems back to our growing up as well um and my eating was very disordered I've been through binge eating and all sorts it's something I feel like that people can relate to me on and I can relate to people on so I think for me as a coach you need to have a background yourself in what you're coaching yeah absolutely I mean, like a personal story I don't even mean training I mean it, it, you need a personal story in it as well yeah because you know anyone can get qualified as you know you you can go and do your education but if you have had your own personal experience in this field it certainly helps yeah I think for me let's say I went to a personal trainer um and I'm still not particularly fit I avoided exercise till the age of about 20 I didn't like PE anything like that now I go to the gym most days and I do love it but for me to go to a trainer if they had literally been super fit super sporty since they were old enough to walk I know that I would struggle more with them than if they had maybe been through some kind of fitness journey weight loss themselves because then they wouldn't necessarily get when I was struggling with just you know five minutes on a bike or something like that yeah absolutely I couldn't agree more Am I allowed to ask about yours, your fitness yeah, journey? Yes, yeah, certainly. So we normally wait till the end, but we'll we'll just jump right in. So my fitness journey was back in 2013, I think. So 10 years. Um, and basically I was a pool lifeguard and I started going to spin classes in uh, Metafit. So back to back. And within the six weeks of doing 10 classes a week and I was doing, I was eating at certain points and drinking at certain points. Obviously, I think it was intermittent fasting. Yeah. Okay. So I'd done that for that six weeks and in the six weeks I lost two stone. And, but obviously I wasn't educated, but on the back of that getting a gym program and going going to fitness classes and a, and a small bit of education around nutrition. Um, I, I lost weight, and on the back of that, a year later, I started to put myself through my qualifications to help people, and that's where my story comes from. Okay, thank you. I'll tell you what then. What's your view on so? Diet versus exercise, because I've always had a ballpark figure in my head that actually about 80-85% of your health fitness journey needs to be around your nutrition because you because you could do all the exercise on the planet, but if your diet's awful, yeah, I've, you're not I've, get you, whereas you could have an amazing diet and do very little exercise and get further. Well, I totally agree with that because, you know, you could, you know, I would definitely say 80, 85% is nutrition, right? There's there's yeah. no kidding aside about that, right? But you could effectively go to the gym 6am 
and then you could go to the gym at 12 in the afternoon on your lunch break. You could then go back in the evening after work. But what was the most effective session? Probably your first session. After that, you're, you're plateauing. You know, you're not getting anything out of those sessions. Make it one good session, eat right, and then you're going to get the results. It's pretty simple. So how many times a week do you advise? Because obviously I'm not the expert so, in that. So, I didn't so, oh, so for me... If, if somebody was going through, you know, weight loss, right, if that was their goal, I would maybe say to them, train three to four times a week at a, at a max, but, and then focus on your nutrition, you know, portion sizes. And last year, I looked into salt intake for adults because the average adult, always consumes more and yeah. and certainly but mine's went on the other scale last year where I actually depleted myself of salts so you just need to try and find that balance but other things that came into it is like how much salt is in your foods do you add table salt do you make your food from scratch do you know sugar intake as well so there, there is so much and then other things about regarding weight loss is do you have enough sleep? Do Are you getting enough sleep? Are you getting too much sleep? Probably not, right? So that's probably not the, the answer is that everyone's getting enough sleep because that's not the case because everyone spends too much time on their phones, in bed, etc. Well, it's telly as well and also... Um, if you eat your food while watching the telly or on your phone, you actually don't get the full nutritional value from your food because your brain doesn't register properly that you're eating. So your stomach doesn't produce the right enzymes to break down your food. So you actually end up eating more because you're not getting the full benefit from that food. So then your body's still kind of craving you eating more. Yeah, absolutely. So for yourself, Ellie, you know, what's your take on you know, uh, protein shakes. And if you have a, a recommendation on a protein shake, what would it be? So I've always had protein shakes. So when I'm at the gym, I do have um, a shake I use. I have discovered a new one recently because in the past I was quite anti-shakes, probably again stemming back to this whole slim fast tubs of shake thing. However, I've discovered an amazing one recently, and it's actually a kind of, it's a natural macro balance shake. So it's got 24 grams of protein, 24 grams of carb. It's carbs, it's got your um, healthy fats in there. It's got, I think it's got about 60 different micronutrients and all sorts in it. Um, and it actually fully fills you up. So while I've never been big on shakes in the past, for a lot of my weight loss clients who will skip breakfast or skip lunch and end up having snacks, I've actually started recommending that as a meal if you're going to skip a meal. Um, because again, it, it comes back to you've got to get all the right nutrition in, not just your protein or not just your, you know, yeah. vegetables. Um, so yeah, I've got like an isoline shake that I do recommend okay and it's not got any the sugars in it are just fruit sugars okay. so it hasn't got it hasn't got added junk which a lot of these protein shakes have i think 
right? I know you're very cautious when it comes to your nutrition now, but if you were to, you know, have a, a cheat meal or a cheat day, what would that look like if you have one? If you don't, that's okay. I wouldn't say I have like cheat days. I have cheat times, you know, like, so, um, so I did, I had ice cream when I was out the other week. I did actually yesterday, I met friends for lunch and I had, I still ordered like the fish cakes and with broccoli for lunch, but everyone was having pudding. So I ended up having a crumble pudding. I think if I'm honest, I'm quite, tell you what, my downfall's dark chocolate. Right. Okay. So you get good quality chocolate and you have a square or two of it. That's absolutely fine. My downfall is when I go further into the bar of dark chocolate. So I would say if I do have kind of a cheat thing or a downfall, um, or you know those, what are they? Leibniz dark chocolate covered biscuits. You know where it's more chocolate than biscuits? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're quite good. Right, okay. So if anyone is listening and wants to buy it early, a Christmas present. This is our go-to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you want, if you want to like bring me down health-wise, send some of them through the door. <laughs> I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. So, <laughs> let, let's talk about your business. So, what does that look like, and what are you trying to achieve? So, I've got um, kind of a variety of aspects to it. I don't believe in a one-size-fits-all. Most of my clients I've coached by one-to-one on Zoom and then in between support. And like I said, it comes down to talking about mindset, looking at individual barriers, um, if they need help with meal planning, um, looking at how their day works and how kind of the healthy food would fit into their day. Um, More recently, I've started doing 30-day challenges, especially with going into the summer where it's really like 30-day full-on focus on your nutrition. Um, just to kind of give that opportunity to break bad habits, move into the better ones. But also I've found that when you do these groups on Facebook, there's the team support there as well. So I guess it's like you, if you're doing like a fitness class and there's people get on with each other, they kind of, they kind of help each other along or they'll post a picture of their dinner that they've eaten to show it's not just me on it. Yeah. Um, So that's kind of, yeah, that's one of my main areas at the moment is the 30 day challenges because I'm really enjoying the team aspect of it. And then, you know, how long have you been doing that yourself? The one to one coaching for about three years, the 30 day challenges is a new thing this year. Um, Just because I've, I've always been a bit of a dinosaur. So I started with the one to one and didn't do a huge amount of kind of social media um however yeah like I said I had a few people ended up getting on quite well in the last group and they would kind of um help each other along yeah and you know for yourself if I was to say where would you like to see your business be in a year's time what would that look like my ultimate goal is to help a minimum of 10,000 people to overhaul their health and feel good about themselves now I'm never going to know that true figure because there's a lot of people just that I put videos on that I would hope see them and do things without me even knowing about it in terms of in a year's time in my local area at least I I want to be like the nutrition coach 
Um, so it's start, starting to go that way. But the person that people feel like if they're struggling on any diet or struggling with anything, I'm someone that is here and accessible and can help in whatever way they choose. Um, so I'm looking to do more in-person group coaching as well. Yeah. But again, my, my ideal is that it's it's always quite a kind of team sociable thing as well, because especially after COVID, it's bringing people together that they can like feel good and, and help each other um, to reach their goals together. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, for yourself, how do you manage your time efficiently with clients and your own training and obviously home life? So I'm up at half five every morning. In the winter, it's a bit harder. This time of year, I like it. I don't like to waste a second of blue sky because I love the summer. So I'm up at half five. I'm at the gym by six. Get home, have my breakfast. Um, I like to cook some breakfast, cook some eggs or something like that. And then straight in. I, was, I, don't, know, I don't know whether fortunate is the right word. Fortunately, my partner works away during the week. Um, so it means that weekdays, I quite enjoy just being immersed in work and with my clients and everything I do. Um, and then more recently, I've got better at people who are following me online know that I had a bit of a weekend as a break this weekend. Um, and that's something I'm looking to make sure I do more. Because for me, being a role model for my clients, people don't give themselves that time out anymore. And one of my focuses as well is mums who don't give themselves a time out and who don't think that their health is a priority. But especially if you go back to my stories, uh, you know, growing up as to what got me into this, to see your mum put their health first and to learn like how to have a healthy lifestyle from your mum, whether that's eating, or whether it's having a time out and a good work-life balance. I think that's just, that is what makes you a good mum. Yeah, absolutely. Or dad. I'm not eliminating here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm not saying anyone who struggles with their eating isn't, but I don't think that anyone should feel like they're a bad parent because they choose to take a little bit of time to do some exercise or they go, look, I need just five minutes sitting by myself just to get my head together. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, if you were to give advice to someone starting up journey for the first time, tomorrow early what would you say to them I start with very simple steps and the first ones we talk about with every 30-day group and some people think well what's this got to do with my weight is natural daylight first thing because that sets a sleep cycle um drink some water first thing and positive self-talk first thing and I do then say exercise is the next one. But for me, those three things, if you start the day in a positive place, you're going to make better nutrition choices, better exercise choices. As I said, the natural light first thing sets your sleep cycle, um, the drinking water. So, yeah, as I said, people probably be like, oh, what's that got to do with weight loss? But if you're starting your fitness journey, don't try and change everything in one go. Just one little habit a day at a time. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, if people want to reach you online, where can they do that? Uh, so my Facebook is Ellie Ultimate Health. Um, I think all, all my details are quite kind of self-explanatory. My email is ultimatehealthbyelliotoutlook.com. But, yeah, I would just come on my Facebook, Ellie Ultimate Health. Um, feel free to add me and drop me any questions because I have got another 30-day challenge starting 
tomorrow but I run them as quite a rolling program so if someone came to me in you know a week two weeks time and said look I really want to join um we'll just set up a free one-to-one -one little chat see what your goals are um and then we can get you started straight away yeah no good um and it's been a real honor having you on my show obviously I know you asked a question earlier but do you have any other questions um no I think that was that was it I just I love always I always love talking to personal trainers because it's kind of two sides of the same thing and I think it's massively valuable that nutrition coaches and personal trainers do come together and do work together because ultimately that's what gets people to their kind of ultimate health in the end is you need both of those yeah absolutely I couldn't agree more um, but certainly keep the fad diets out of it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you've seen that one about the, the mashed bananas. There's a lot of PT rants going on about that. How many sins in a mashed banana? <laughs> 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 so, yes, avoiding any, like, yeah, just focusing on whole food diets. You know, your fruit, veg, fish, meat, whole food diets. Avoid anything that says high protein, low fat diet. Just eat real food. Yeah. Okay. One last question before we finish off then, right? And we'll okay. stick with us, right? So in your experience, what is the worst food on this planet for us? I'll tell you what. At A-levels, I randomly did general studies. We were allowed to just sit the exam. We did literally a couple, like about three lessons each. And I remember being told, and this probably isn't too far off, Pork pies. Like, what is even in a pork pie? <laughs> like, pork pies and sausages. You just think, I haven't got a clue what I'm eating. And then you can up-level it even more to a battered sausage, can't you? Yeah, absolutely. Anything like that, you don't know what's in it. But, yeah, I just remember being told, and I've never thought about it till right this second, I remember being told that pork pies are one of the worst things you can eat. So now I'm expecting to see some sort of social media upload of you talking about this now i'm actually already thinking about this yeah i need to go i'm gonna go research pork pies that's my next step today Nah, good it's been an honor to have you on ellie thank you oh it's been lovely chatting to you thank you for having me on thank you for tuning in to another episode of no excuses real inspiration hosted by scott marshall so if you can Give me a wee follow on my YouTube channel. Give me a wee follow on Spotify. And you can give a wee listen to this on Apple and Amazon as well, as well as other social media platforms. Thank you.